And we are live on a little later edition of All In on High School Sports. Jennifer Valenti, Kurt Valenti, how are you? Good, good evening everyone. Thank you for joining us. Um, nice little show tonight. A little late, but um, not that late. We just moved the time up to accommodate some of our guests. Um, happy March Madness to everybody. Um, first four going on right now. Um, I don't even know who the schools are. Texas Southern and Texas A&M. Uh, Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi, there you go. Um, with another game coming tonight. So great time to be a college basketball fan. Uh, I know you're pumped. I'm pumped. But um, it's a great time to be a high school fan because sp spring season, it's not around the corner anymore. It's here. Yeah. And um, we're going to go back a little bit with one of our guests for the winter. Mm -hmm. So tonight we are welcoming back Christy Brennan from Hapacon Basketball. Uh, I'll introduce her once she comes in. She's in the waiting room and remind you a little bit about her high school basketball career. And then we'll be joined by Coach Sarah Pining. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing her name correctly once she joins us. Um, from Immaculate Conception of Lodi Softball. She's the first year at the helm, so she'll talk a little bit about her program and her team and her outlook for the season. So with that said, should I let Christy in? Yes, absolutely. All right, awesome. Let's get her in here. And then, like I said, I will officially reintroduce her to the audience. Her audience By the way, before you get Christy, yeah. Mr. Kirkpatrick, good evening all in on High School Sports Family. What's uh, going on, Mr. Kirkpatrick? Hey, Kenny, how you doing? Thanks for tuning in. Hi, Christy. Welcome back. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks so much for joining us, especially on our little later edition this evening. <laughs> yeah, of course. So um, allow me to reintroduce you to our audience. We are welcoming back Christy Brennan from um, Hapakon High School Girls Basketball. We had her as a guest on February 8th, and at that time we were celebrating one of her accomplishments. She became the all-time leading girl scorer in basketball at her school with 1,688 points. At the time of that show, Krista, you had another goal for uh, the games left in the season, and that was for you to hit 2,000 career points, which you did achieve um, in the second-to-last game of the season. So congratulations, and welcome back. We're glad we are with you to celebrate that accomplishment thank you thank you for having me again Chrissy uh, congratulations on both accomplishments but the 2,000 points it's uh, you know not many people do it so uh, again congratulations so I guess my first question is like now that you now that it's over you've done it you know you're not in the season now you had a little time to kind of like look back um, I guess two-part question one your career overall and of the two accomplishments of being the leading scorer and the two and and being able to score to two thousand points. Um, I don't even know. It's honestly well, first it's a relief that like, you know, I did it <laughs> and that, you know, I did it with my whole team around me and supporting me and um I don't know, it was just like such an amazing feeling, like having like, you know, my town supporting me, like everything. The whole atmosphere of it all was just incredible. Well, if I'm not mistaken, right, the um, you're the third person in, which is really like you know a, quite a history of yeah. basketball at that school. There were two male players who had done it before you, a father son, correct, a Matt Tobin and a Dennis Tobin. Yeah, that's correct. And uh, Matt was the son who broke his father's record, I think, right? And then they yeah. both came to the game. Is that right? Yeah, they were there. They uh, took a picture with me, like, at half court when I scored it. So, yeah, they were able to celebrate that with me. That's awesome. Again, like, uh, you know, we, we had a, a 
a student athlete on last week and uh, he broke the school scoring record at West Essex and he said like just same thing the person who held the record was there but it's just like how the community kind of like rallies around it is just so nice to see you know that's awesome so let's do this let's walk us through like how many points did you need like how many points did you need in that game to get it uh, and of course, what kind of shot, like how did you break it? Like free throw, three-pointer, uh, regular two-point basket. And what were your nerves like throughout that game? Well, honestly, I needed 26 points going into that game. And I I was I was nervous, but like I, I wasn't as nervous as like for like my thousand point game or for the, like breaking the record because I knew it was like a lot of points and like I was like, Hold on. Let me rephrase that. I was I was definitely nervous, but I was thinking to myself, you just got to play a regular game because if I do get it, it's going to be later on in the game. And I know my team needs me to like try to win this game. So I need to just be able to play my game and not be nervous and all jittery. So those were my nerves going into it. And then I scored it actually off of a free throw, and um, yeah, that's how it all went down. <laughs> Did you feel though like relief once you got it, or like was it like a little like pressure? Like you're saying like pressure, but once you got it, was it like okay now it's just regular basketball? Oh yeah, definitely. It was oh so so much pressure taken off my shoulders that I felt the whole season because that was my end goal. So that was definitely a lot of pressure taken off. That's what everybody kept asking me. Is the pressure off? Is the pressure off? <laughs> definitely. <laughs> now, you said you needed, was it 25 going in? 26. 26. And you scored 41 that game, correct? So how early in the game was the 26th point? Or how late in the game? <laughs> I think it was, I think it was the it's either the end of the third quarter or the you know it's the beginning of the fourth quarter. Oh, it's the beginning. Of, yeah. Oh wow! So you had and I know it went to overtime, right? The game went to overtime as well. Yeah. And then you had your state tournament game after that, so you've ended with two thousand thirty-nine points. Is that right? Yeah. Such an awesome accomplishment. Yeah. Really. What what a phenomenal and you missed some games right a shortened season due to uh, a little bit last year right due to COVID. So congratulations, Chrissy. Again, what an awesome awesome accomplishment. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, so so like go over that night. So when you do get the points, like how happy were your teammates? How happy were your coaching staff? Like you're saying, the fans were crazy. Can you explain it a little bit? Um. Yeah. So funny story. My sister is on the coaching staff. So she had a bunch of shirts made and like rally towels that got all the fans there and like all you know excited and everything. And the coaching staff was just, like, so proud and, like, happy for me because they knew that I worked so hard for this. And now, this happened, now this happened at home? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And the same thing with my teammates. They were just so proud and um, excited to have, like, been there with me and um, experienced it all with me. Nice. And uh, last time we had you on the show, we were talking a little bit about you playing at the next level. And I know you had not made a decision yet. Any um, Anything happened since then in your college decision or still thinking about it? Still undecided. Going on a couple college trips uh, in the near future. So 
hopefully gonna be you know committed somewhere in the near future too so awesome very nice very nice and uh, has your, I know the season has officially ended for you guys, but what about you? What's your spring basketball plans look like? We actually already started. <laughs> so it was like right after um, the regular basketball season ended for high school, we started AAU. And uh, yeah, we've been, we practiced twice so far. So, and then we're going to have a season that goes until mid-July, so, yeah. Very nice. Um, looking back now, since, again, season's over, what's a couple things you're going to miss next year? Um, well, obviously, you know, my team that I've spent the last four years with, um, the coaches, just, like, having a small town that has, like, a big support system behind you. And I'm not really going to be used to having, you know, a big crowd of people at our games. So, yeah, I'm just going to miss all of the small town type stuff. All right. Now, I got one more, Jen. I'm sorry, because I want to go off of what she's saying. So now you mentioned your sister, obviously um, your coach who you broke the record. And I know it's down the line, and you got a career left. But is there any chance you'll might be uh, eventually go to the coaching sideline? That is a good question. <laughs> um, so there's a chance. There's a chance. There's probably a chance of me like maybe being a trainer, okay? Not necessarily a coach, because um. I don't have the best uh, patience. <laughs> well, you're still young. You might like a couple of years down yeah, the road. You might I'm get like, it. You know. Yeah, up to that, but um, yeah. I mean, I would love to be a coach, but yeah, I have to overcome that first. <laughs> That's awesome. Is uh, is uh, training what you're going to pursue in a when is that where you're looking to pursue as your major? Uh, no, I'm looking to pursue computer science, actually. Oh, very nice. nice. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Fantastic. Listen, you'll always have a job. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Computer. Yeah. So. We're talking to a computer. Go computer do it. Go here. do it. Um, yes. Yeah. And a STEAM teacher. So definitely. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So I guess like before you go, Krista, like what if you had to say, I know, I think I, we kind of asked you again, but again, now it's a little emotions are different. The season's over. Um, if you had to say something to the Hapak on, again, the, the school, the administration, the fans, what would you like to say uh, about not only this year, but your whole four years in the program? Well, first, I would thank them for, like, everything that they've done with, um, you know, giving awards, recognition, and all that type of stuff, and um, making sure that the whole community is behind me and everything, and... Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. I'm so sorry I accidentally let our next guest in. That's my fault. I meant to message her that we were we were waiting that that uh, to thank her for waiting in the waiting room. Like I messaged you, Christy, when you were in there. So uh, I apologize. I let well, her in. All I, I gotta probably, say is, well, I probably just thoroughly confused her. Well, I'll just say this: <laughs> we may never ever on our show have a 2,000 point scorer and a four-time state Seriously, pitching champion. That's like a legend status on the, on the show. The so it may yeah. never get it may never get better than that. So we might screenshot that and post that tonight. 
Oh my god. I'm usually pretty good. That's that's a first for me. I don't think I've done that in all of our time, so I apologize about that. <laughs> but Christy, thank you again for uh joining yeah, us. We were we were so, you know, excited to have you on when you broke the record. We were following you and we saw that you you know, hit your next goal. We wanted to invite you back and celebrate that with you as well. So Thank you. I, and we'll you know be what? Watching to yeah, see yeah. You just make your college decision and of course looking forward to following your career at the next level as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime you want, hey, you're welcome. Come on. If you do, when you do make a decision, decide to play where you play. We can come on and talk about it. Absolutely. And uh, again, we always look forward to deal, uh, talking with you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'll definitely let you guys know. Awesome. awesome. Thank you and congratulations again, Christy. Thank you. Have a good one. Have you a good too. night. Okay, All so right. Christy Brennan, we'll 2,000 points score. Bring our next guest in so I don't lose her while she's uh, patiently waiting. I apologize. Hi, Coach. How you doing? Hi, how are you? Good. I'm so sorry about that. I I meant to message you that we were waiting and I accidentally brought you in. I, I, I don't usually do that. I'm, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed. I'm so sorry. Strike one for Jen tonight. <laughs> Strike one. No, that's okay. No worries. Well, allow me, Coach, to um, officially introduce you to our audience. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing your, your last name correctly as well. Coach Pining? Peening. Peening. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes. There we go. Strike two against Strike Jen two tonight. tonight yeah. <laughs> Batting a thousand for Coach tonight. All right. <laughs> Coach Peening is beginning her first year at the helm at Immaculate Conception of Lodi for softball. I see is, I'm going to say, a North Jersey powerhouse yep. in softball, right? Um, seven straight non-public championships from 2013 to 2019. They were tournament of champion runners-up two years in a row, 2017 and 2018. And Coach Peening is a part of a major part of their storied history with an impressive high school resume herself which has accolades which include being the first pitcher in the history of New Jersey to win four state softball championships she amassed 83 wins with 1,062 strikeouts, 17 no-hitters, and 31 shutouts in her four years at Immaculate Conception. She was an all-state, an all-non-public, an all-North Jersey, and all-Burton County selection, and she was also a two-time NJEC League Player of the Year. Um, and she captained her team and was MVP for three seasons. So, Coach, welcome. I'm sorry it took me so long to go through all of your accolades. They're so impressive. I could not – I had to make sure that I mentioned them. And um, congratulations on – uh, becoming your first year as head coach at IC. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me this evening. Our pleasure. Again, Coach, congratulations. Like Jen said, I had the honor and pleasure of watching you. Obviously, as did my, I. Yep, you did see. A, <laughs> I don't know if you know. You know, I'm not sure if you did. I think I did. Wasn't she with? Wasn't she with uh, Gabby? You might have. You might yeah, have. Then I was. What was? Yeah. Your, what year did you graduate? <laughs> I graduated in 2016. <clears throat> you didn't. Oh, I didn't. You no, didn't. I she didn't. She wasn't. But yeah. as uh, Sorry. With, with my sister, Jody, <laughs> obviously being on staff, I did go see a lot of the games. So it was an honor seeing you. And like Jen said, all the, uh, you know, accolades. I mean, it was just an unbelievable player. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, so my first question is, um, why did you decide to uh, take the job at IC? And how did that all go down with you becoming the head coach? So... Recently, it was, I believe in May, um, I had gotten a call from Coach Andy. So Coach Andy and I graduated together in 2016. Um, and she was like, hey, you know, if you're free after you graduate, because um, at that point I hadn't graduated yet, I was still down in Delaware. Um, she was like, you know, come down to the school and help out. We're in need of a little bit of like a, a culture reconstruction. 
So I'm like, oh, cool. Like, you know, my alma mater, I would love to come back. So I actually graduated that morning and went down to IC for their practice the game before the day before the IHA game. And I went down and I kind of introduced myself and it was honestly such a great feeling. I felt like when I walked back in the doors, I was home again. Um, Cause I hadn't really been back. I mean, I had been back for alumni breakfasts and um, things such as those, but nothing really softball related. So being back was super, super amazing for me. And so I came back and at that point, coach Rob was the interim head coach and coach Andy was the assistant. So I kind of just went back down and, you know, we spoke a little bit about getting the history back and the culture back and, kind of what it really meant to Coach Andy and I to be a Blue Wolf. And at that time, the program's culture was a little bit in distress. Um, you know, the girls had gone through a lot with the coaching changes, and they were just under a lot of stress for sure at that point for teenage girls, um, rightfully so. So I had gone down, and then the position had opened up for head coach, and I figured, why not apply? And so I went for it, and I was super, super excited, and I couldn't be any more thankful that they trusted me with the program, and I'm super thankful for uh, Mr. Dale Fava for giving me the opportunity and, and the staff of IC and, and his sister, who actually was my uh, teacher. She's now the principal, Jessica Catrona. She's awesome. So kind of getting the job really just opened my eyes. I always knew that I wanted to coach, but I, I never thought that it would be right out of college, and it would be my alma mater. So I feel like everything kind of just fell right into place for me, and Honestly, for me, a big thing is for passion and relationships. So I feel like I'm meant to be there because of the passion that I have for the school being that it was my alma mater. So I feel like being back there just feels like I'm back home and I couldn't be any more excited for the season. I, I get so excited for practices every single day. Um, it's just, it's honestly like a dream come true right now. That's, That's awesome. Great. Coach, as I mentioned before, you're a product of IC softball yourself. What did you learn as a student athlete at IC that you hope to impart upon your girls? I think the biggest thing out of Immaculate Conception for myself was the sisterhood that was created there. I think that the relationships I formed there as a student as well as an athlete, um, those are girls that I'm still friends with, some of them best friends with, and girls that I will forever keep in touch with players and teammates that will forever be my side and that will, will always support each other through all of our endeavors. Um, so I think that having the ability to go to an all-girls school such as IC um, and being that it's so small, it's very, very personable. And I think that that was my biggest take out of that school was that those relationships that we formed together, they were just incredible. Um, life, life lessons that I will definitely take with me, you know, throughout my coaching career, throughout my life, just as a young woman in general, um, kind of just forming those, the sisterhood relationship that I see is all about. And I, I think that that is our biggest sell just as a school, as a whole, um, you know, kind of having the ability to tell people how much of the sisterhood I see does create for you and, and friends that really do last a lifetime. They become actual sisters and teachers who actually become role models that, you know, I always kept in touch with even before I was employed by IC. I, I kept in, in touch with them via Instagram, via Facebook. And it's just really nice because we had such a relationship with them, which is, to me, very, very personable, and I think that's something that I'll definitely take with me throughout my life. Nice, Coach, can you talk a little bit about this year's team, like some players, what your expect, you know, expectations are and stuff, you know, and, and so on? So our first expectation this year is to turn the culture around. Um, like I had said, the girls went through a lot with the coaching change. So my plan this year was, number one, to become a family, to implement a team-like, family-like, having-your-back culture because in my opinion, you can have the most talented squad, but if you don't have a team who cares about each other and who has each other's backs, you're not going to get very far. So that's something that from the jump, 
um, you know, from kind of the day I got hired, that was my original plan was to be like, listen, these girls need to come together. They need to learn how to be teammates. They need to learn how to respect one another. Um, they need to learn all of those core values, respect and dignity and, and love and things like that, being a family and being a team, um, kind of before we even get to, to the physical part of the game. So, you know, obviously we do have nine returners. We have eight freshmen and two transfers. So total we have right now 19. Um, so, you know, our returners are very, very good leaders right now. And actually our freshman squad, they're amazing. Um, we have a lot of strong freshmen coming in or who came in and who actually lead as freshmen, which is really, really incredible to have, as well as, you know, the upper class and the juniors and the seniors who are leading as well. Madison, who is a returner for your four year starter for us. She's committed to Manhattan. She's been a phenomenal leader thus far. Um, obviously, our first scrimmage is on Friday, but, you know, leading up to this, she has been great. Um, can definitely count on her a lot, as well as the whole, like I said, everybody has been so awesome. I couldn't have asked for a better squad to begin my coaching career. Uh, Jen, I want to go off script real sure. quick because you made a great point, and uh, I, I think it's 100% true when you just say talent just you know you could be the most talented team you see it on high school level college level professional level oh, yeah. that doesn't mean you're, you're gonna win you know so but you know you guys won four in a row and obviously you guys were very talented but you guys won four in a row and like jen said what was it seven in a row what was it there like what what was that like you know besides the talent what would what else would you say what made you guys win you know so many in that little era I think that as a team, we learned to love each other. I think that we learned as any teenagers, you know, any type of drama, of course, you're in all girls school, there's going to be some sort of drama. Um, but we kind of learned that all the drama had to be left at the gate. Before you walked onto the field, you don't bring it onto the field. You know, I preach as a coach, you don't need to be best friends, but you need to respect each other every single day. Um, on the field, off the field, there should be no line of disrespect ever. And I think that that's why we were so successful. Um, you know, our team, when I was there from 2013 to 2016, um, we loved each other, we had each other's backs. Those were girls that any of us could call each other at 2.30 in the morning if they were in need of anything and we would be there. Um, and so obviously we, we respected and we loved Coach H as well. Rest in peace to him. So. I think that we were just such a great family. And, and like I said, those are girls that we still, to this day, all of us still keep in contact. So that's, I think, the greatest part besides winning, um, because obviously there's life after softball. And this is, this kind of proves it. The life after softball is us all keeping in touch and yeah. still being friends and still supporting and having the alum want to come back to our games and, and our alumni game and all the fundraisers we have. That's what it's all about. Nice. You know, you, it's true that you, like you're saying, all the talent, you know, in the world, but that chemistry, right, has to be there as well. And uh, you know what, Coach, you're, you're, it's so obvious already you're bringing the passion and you'll help infuse that into your kids. It's just so nice to see. Um, Coach, you're, you, I'm sure, were active as a player at the club level and you're active now coaching at the club level, giving private lessons. My question for you is how important is it for your athletes to take advantage of those out-of-season playing opportunities? Club-wise or just personal? Uh, both, actually. So I always think that, you know, the two hours of practice or whatever may have it a day is never enough. Um, so I stress to our girls that the field is always open, right? Go ahead and go before, stay after, get all that work in. And working in silence as well as being disciplined enough to work when nobody is watching, when nobody has the cameras and nobody's there to see you working, that's what's going to get you far. 
Um, so it's always not about, you know, how, how well we can just do as a team at practice for those two hours, the logged two hours that we practice, right? So obviously, you know, I was not able to work with my girls until pitchers and catchers March 8th and the team until March 11th. So I told all of the girls, you know, this is your time to work. Go to the batting cages, get with your pitching coaches, go take grounders. It doesn't matter if it's cold out, you know, you make it work. You can throw a sock into your mirror if you're a pitcher. Um, you know, you can get reps with, with soft balls in the living room. Whatever, you know, those girls that really find it like that, that's that's where they get really far. Um, girls who don't make excuses, it's cold out, or I can't do this, and I can't do that. And we have a team, for sure, of girls who are just going to push through, and they're, they're super, super talented when it comes to pushing through adversity. So that is what I'm really, 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 you know, thankful for and trying to super implement that to them. Because um, working in the off season, you know, again, we only really have from March until the beginning of June as our season, so that's really only – three months out of the year. So those other nine months, that's your time to work with your club coaches, your time to get recruited as well. Um, your time to work with your private infielding coaches, private pitching instructors, private fielding lessons, because you're never going to just get better working out one hour, one day. Uh, and again, um, my last one, obviously it's going to go kind of go back to when you were a player, but what, you know, what's going to focus now as a coach, because like I said, the, the times I, you know, I, I, I did go see you guys a lot to go see with my sister and, you know, see Jody and stuff like that. And uh, I remember a couple of times, like the one thing that stood out about like watching you was, um, you know, Hey, there was a couple of games where it would either, you know, you walked a couple or they got a hit or you guys got an error. And I remember in big games, like, in a, I don't know if it was, a state final or it might have been like a sectional or something like that and it was like bases loaded no outs you guys might be winning one nothing and it's like okay the other team is definitely going to get one run you know but like in a couple of times I just remember you it was like strike out strike out pop out get out of that inning and that's like so impressive because there's not it's like you're like a you were like a power pitcher and like you had to turn it up right there and get those two strikeouts because listen what is the coach going to tell the girl hey just put the ball in play we're going to you know we'll score a run and you didn't it was like strike out strike out you get out of the inning so my question is when you had that mentality as a player how now as a coach especially with your pitcher whether it's this year or in the future for as long as you coach like how is that you know like where is that going to relate and uh for you to i guess like you working with your pitcher one-on-one -on -one, like how is it going to relate from what you did as a player to now that your pitchers on the team right so and using those examples i think that kind of shows how important it is as a pitcher to get ahead um, I stress to my pitchers, and I've seen it myself playing in college, that as soon as you get behind in the count, you're putting yourself in a negative situation. Um, not getting the first runner out of the game, whether that be a strikeout, a groundout, a popout, allowing that first base runner to get onto the game, um, kind of, again, putting yourself in a negative situation. As soon as we, we start the batter off with a ball, and then it goes two balls, and then once we're 3-0, right, you're kind of stuck. Um, because obviously, as a hitter, you know that that pitcher has to come to you. So I think that I learned as well. And, and you know, I, I did get myself out of some situations. and But my mindset was always, it's now or never. So I either have to get these girls out or in my head, we're just, we're losing. And I, I wasn't okay with losing. So as a coach now, you know, obviously nobody's perfect. And we are going to get down at some points and our pitchers are going to get behind and we're going to have bases loaded and no outs and at some points. And, but that's where you kind of have to be able to push through the adversity and find that inner strength there. Um, and that's kind of your time to, you know, show how tough you are mentally and physically. Um, and then on the other side of that, it shows that getting ahead is super, super important. Coming out strong, starting strong as a pitcher, starting strong, even as, as a player, as a fielder, everything. Starting strong, how you start the game is so, so imperative. 
Um, it sets the tone. And, and I think that this year, our staff, we're really about setting the tone and how you can present yourself to others. Like I said in the beginning is, is a little bit more than talent, right? If you come out and you're kind of moping around versus you're coming out strong, you have high energy, you're cheering. Um, the other team sees that you have very, very high energy. Um, you're loud, you're talking, you know, you're excited. That already sets the other team off. So I think that having the ability to start out like that, which that doesn't take any talent at all, you know, being a good teammate, cheering, coming with positive energy, positive mindset, that's all stuff that doesn't take any talent. So things like that, you know, it's things like that that's difficult to coach. And I'm super, super excited that this team right now, it's not much to coach with that. And that's, that's awesome, you know, to have our staff have the ability to have those types of girls. So I love them, you know, already, and I'm super, super excited for the season. I know our staff is so excited. We're, like, itching to play. Um, we have a really good squad that we're playing on Friday, Hudson Catholic, with Coach Lopez. So it's going to be a really, really great time to kick off our season. Coach, you want to mention um, your staff members while we have a moment? Of course. So we have Coach Andy, who graduated with myself in 2016. Um, she was a phenomenal teammate, a great player. She went on and played at William Patterson. We have Coach Carlos, who played for the Mets. So he's awesome. He's going to be such a big asset this year um, for infielding and for hitting as well, um, considering he also gives private private hitting lessons. And then we have Coach Rob, who is he's amazing. Um, he was the interim coach last year, and he's just bringing a lot of good knowledge to the team for sure. So it's really awesome being able to have two alum in there as well as, you know, two men who, who can provide so many different aspects of knowledge of the game so I think that we have so many areas covered that we're we're really set and I couldn't be any more thankful and um for my staff right now now coach you guys have one level or two levels right now we have a varsity squad okay and coach um if you're meeting with like a prospective student athlete a uh, young girl who's considering coming to IC for academics and athletics what would you tell her uh would be some good reasons to choose IC for high for her high school so I think that being an alum um, really helps me. And I think that, you know, excluding softball, just the school itself was such a great school for me. I think that I learned again, like I had said before, so many life lessons, so many friends that I made. And I think that if I didn't love it as much as I did, I wouldn't be back here. So I think it's a pretty good testament to, you know, the staff of the school and the principals and um, just the environment and the culture that the school provides for these young women. I think that it's just such a great opportunity to grow as a young woman, um, to learn about everything that, you know, the education, they also have a, a, um, where you're allowed to go to Felician and take college courses, which not many high schools have that opportunity. So there's so many, so many different positive things about the school that it's just such a great sell. And I think that, you know, myself going through it, it's super easy for me to talk about. I could talk about IC all day, every day because of how much I loved it there. Nice. Coach, before we let you go, we have one little segment we do that we like to call rapid fire. So these are a little more quick paced, you know, I always say like fun, more fun, not so serious questions. <laughs> okay, Sarah, as a player, what was your biggest win for IC softball when you played? My state championship my senior year, I think we were down, actually. And then I had came in, I remember this like it was yesterday, I came into the girls and I was like, listen, just get me two runs and I'll hold them, I promise. Like, just get me these two runs and like the floodgates open. I think we had scored like four or five that one inning and it was just like such a great feeling because we knew as a team that we were going to be the first ones to win those four. 
So I'm like, oh my goodness. And it was just, you know, we were like best friends and it was just such a great feeling. And that win was, that was such a, it was the best one ever for sure. That's awesome. And coach, while you were a player at IC or maybe even now, maybe it's changed, maybe it's the same. Who was your biggest rival, would you say? Ooh, I would say, so we only actually played them my sophomore year, but IHA, they're a phenomenal program, a phenomenal coaching staff. Um, they're, they're just great all around. So I always looked forward to playing them and watching them. I looked up to them as a player. And, you know, I always, I always think, what can I learn from coach Diane Bassano? She's awesome. She has done such a great job with that program. So I'm always looking to learn and, um, you know, who we can play who's very competitive and they have been competitive ever since I was in like seventh grade. So they're, they're awesome. And they were definitely one of the girls, the teams that, you know, I had wanted to always verse when I was in high school. Okay. This is one of the questions we ask every week to every one of our guests, but Obviously, IC is in Lodi, so you're, you know, you have the Garfield, I guess, South Hackensack, Borders, Saddlebrook, wherever, Elmwood Park. What is your favorite pizza place near IC? I have to say Scardino's. Oh, I say that? that because it's on Main Street. So actually, funny story, when I was a freshman, so I was like 14, we would um, go after school. My dad would get out of work pretty late, so I had to kind of chill out after school and wait for my dad to come pick me up. So I used to walk to Scardino's with my friends and go get pizza when I was like 14 with my $2.50, whatever <laughs> my dad gave me. Um, and so they're actually still there. It's so funny you say that. I actually had lunch from there today. Ah, we got to <laughs> check that out. In your mind. I yeah. didn't get pizza, though, but they're, okay. yeah, their food is really good. They've moved now into a shopping center, but still on still on Main Street. So we okay. definitely have to check that out. All right, we do, we do. Add it to the list. Add it to the list. Um, Coach, are you a coffee drinker? Yeah, iced coffee, though, not hot. All right. Dunkin' or Starbucks? Ooh, Dunkin'. All right. Nice. Okay, my <laughs> last one. Yes or no? Will you be throwing some kind of, like, live batting practice at all to the girls? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Okay. A hard yes. Not even. Okay. No hesitation. All right. Love it. Yeah. What is the most used emoji on your phone? Uh, the blue heart and the wolf emoji. I'm not even. There you go. Awesome. There it is. Answer. Very nice. Very nice. All right, coach. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We would love to catch up with you during the season, if possible, and have check in. Maybe bring some of your players on. Um, And uh, we wish you nothing but the best in your first in your first season there. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. Good night. Good night. Okay, so she's fine. You, hey, you would love to play for her. You know, she's ready oh, to roll, you know? 100%. Ready yeah. to roll. And, you know, just like she said, like for her, her alma mater, she's been there, she's done it. It's just, you know, a lot of people don't get to coach at their school first mm-hmm. you know a lot right, of times right, especially yeah. as a head coach you know mm-hmm. maybe as assistant you'll go there then right, it's like right. a head coach probably opens up somewhere do you go right and now maybe you come back but she's doing it right out of the gate so mm-hmm. uh it's awesome hey you could tell she loves that school she loved that four years okay, what has, it meant um, to her has the passion for the game yeah the expertise of course and like you said it just uh it's a nice recipe there because she's lived it she knows it and she wants to you know bring it back to the uh you know the experience she had so those kids are very lucky to uh and the school to have her at yeah the and, and you know what really stood out for me is and again you know i'm going to talk about march madness for a second but you know you fell out of bracket and you're like okay well who's the four best teams gonzaga kansas yada 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 all, right but the thing where um oh kenny's saying our good friend roger worked there at scardino so you gotta check oh, that out too funny. but um you know, the thing is where she's selling, like, listen, 
they know they're a very talented team just on paper. Mm -hmm. But where it's selling, where that's not going to get you a championship. Right. You know, right. and you see it like on every level. It's like mm -hmm. so crazy. Like, how does that team not, what do we always say? How does that team not win with right. all the talent? You know, it's it's true. You know, you need other stuff, not just the talent to win when you're saying 100%. a championship and have a championship year. So, hey, congratulate, you know, congratulations on you getting the position and, um, Best of luck. Best of luck, yep. ma'am. You know, we'll follow up with them and 100%, 100%. Uh, hopefully they're ready to roll. Yep. And you got to remember, you know, the other thing, when you say like Bergen County, like tournaments and stuff, you know, they're, you know, they're a small group school. Right. They're not right. as big as IHA, Holy Angels, Pramus Catholic. And listen, they're in there as favorites in semifinals, quarterfinals every year. So, I mean, tremendous program, tremendous program. Yeah. So but um, coach. thank you again for Christy for yes. joining us, and congratulations on her accomplishments once again this season. Best of luck to Coach Peening and her team this year. Jen, um, I'm at, well, Ken, Jen, Kenny's saying, Jenny Hoops, I need you for 10 minutes saying on College Hoops tomorrow. I want your input on the tournament and ex, expert analysis. <laughs> I don't know. I got, I got a lot going on tomorrow night. Say, Kenny, know. you got to get her. You got to get her. But I will say this. I'll try my best. I'm going to go out on a limb. This has been what a year we've been doing this, a year and a half. Like more, like probably like two. two. Yeah. Okay. We will never have a two thousand point scorer and a four time state champion Not at the, on same, the same time. Screen. We just won't. I made that mistake and. That's I just. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just mean it's 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 never no, gonna I happen. Know, I know. Yeah. How I can know. you get better than that? I know. It's crazy. It was good. It was good. But uh, everybody enjoy, Thank enjoy you. the tournament, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for watching.